So now we're on Sunday. Happy Sunday. For some of y'all, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't happy at all. Many of us come to dread <laughs> the Sunday because we feel as if our week, even though we get two days off, our week is kind of like defined by getting off work on Friday and then being too tired to do shit. Saturday, do a bunch of errands. Sunday, do laundry and maybe more errands. Maybe spend time with the fam. hours of sitting back, kicking back, and then we start over. And this is kind of why, I know this isn't exactly the term, or what the term lifestyle design means, but I've always kind of liked working weekends because it provides the opera. I, I like turning random days of the week into something like a weekend, even if it's a matter of doing errands or it's a matter of whatever like, you know, hanging out because the week is structured so that there's more hours of operation of business so therefore I love working Saturday and Sunday what are you going to do on Sunday anyway if, if you're single and you know you don't really party and so on now that, that's going to change once the student shit kicks in but but right now, give me a second, coffee. Or sorry, it's not even coffee. Hot cocoa. Okay, so once the student life kind of quasi kicks in again, even though it's like two classes, one of which is online, there's going to be a um, somewhat of a return to an abnormal schedule. Find so much of our life by our schedule, which is sad. But we love saying we grinded it out for eight hours, nine hours a day. We love saying that we were you know, handcuffed to X task for so long. And maybe that's changing. That's probably changing more than I let on. But we love saying that shit. Why? Because it alludes to productivity, even though. True productivity happens in way less time. Doing more with less. Right? What are the various studies and reports that say that in an eight-hour workday, especially in an office setting, most people squander three or four hours. I don't know the exact number, so don't quote me, but it's like... Basically, the moral is you can probably finish your eight-hour workday in maybe... Maybe even by lunch. Because productivity decreases... After 12, once people eat their big elaborate meal and then the food is digesting and they're tired, right? So, with that said, productivity comes from doing more with less time. It's like when you power clean your house or when you get pissed off that it's been left to a certain state, so you, you say to yourself, all right. I'm going to go over the top to clean for 20 minutes. You said timer. This is how, this is one of those classic tactics that can be used for people battling like crippling depression or a crippling sense of why do anything at all. It's like if you set that timer for 15 minutes, 
shit sweep. Sweeping takes five minutes, man. And I'm saying, man, as if, like, I, I've been there. Mopping. Scrubbing the bathtub. All this shit takes very few minutes, but in, in your mind, at the time, it looks like a huge, huge task. And depending on this your state of, maybe if you're on hoarders, it's a different story, but, or if you're on, like, I was going to say methers. Really, so much can be done with the few minutes that we have. And I think it's a lot of this is why digital detoxes are increasingly more popular. I'm about to do one with the exception of Ramcast. I'm about to, well, give me one second. I have to sip this shit. I'm reading about somebody doing a digital detox. So like for 30 days, I'm deleting everything good but i think some of us over time have done that extreme like digital detox using nothing and then they go back to kind of like the old habits i think the best in the best well i can't tell what people people should do or not to do my advice is find a medium right most of us don't really like facebook so we don't use it and then whether it's instagram or twitter we pick we kind of pick and choose the ones we like and then spend a lot of time on with Reddit. You don't want to like delete everything and then use Reddit to, re- to replace all the hours you squandered on, you know, creeping people on IG. So I think there's ways to monitor this. IG, I think, you see, it took me a long time to realize that people actually sat there and went through the explore page. I guess that helps curate your IG the content that you want you can also subscribe to hashtags but I mean I put like I say I always say this and sometimes I feel bad saying it but I post and get out of there and maybe engage with people through DM most of what I do on IG is post and then check DMs and then maybe scroll through um, hashtags that I follow but the explore page I can see that being a waste of time going through the explore page is like clicking through channels aimlessly on TV Twitter is kind of like a news thing so it's easy to be like let me spend 5-10 minutes on the bus going through Twitter it depends on how you use these things I can't like Facebook I mean if you're if you're trying to rally people around a certain topic on Facebook if you're trying to set up events groups is useful. But you use these things as tools and not let them use you. The thing is, most people don't have a real objective with, with their social media use. It's like a time-wasting thing. They're not trying to document a journey. They're not trying to use it as a journal of sorts. They're not trying to use it as a new source. It's just to use. Even that classic example to keep in touch with family, even that is like I think, I think that's what people say in order to feel good about using Facebook, but I don't think that's what really how it plays out in reality. And I've seen it many times. So, if you can find a balance of how to use these things, not too much of your day goes towards um, squandering times, scrolling and shit. My next step is, what apps can I delete? Right? I think that's another thing 
So we all may want to consider how many. And I'm saying this because I just reached 63.4 gigs on my phone. My phone only holds 64 gigs. But this also is with that iOS 12 point whatever update. But still, it makes you think, like, what apps do I really need? You know? You need your banking app. You need your credit card banking app. You need your, your phone, like, Fido app. Okay, the social media. I don't have Facebook on there. Messenger is on there. I never use it. <laughs> um, so I guess that has to go. Um, but there's somebody's number I want to get off there. So I should do that. Look at that. Get rid of that. There's Lyft. Okay. Uber. Gmail. Okay. Google Drive. Okay, I can see that. See, then there's Bus Buddy, and then there's another one called Transit. Transit is the better of the two, so maybe I should use that. And even Google Maps has like in, has a built-in um, bus search functionality, so you get rid of that too, eventually. <laughs> I'm looking at it and I haven't deleted it. Second Cup, you get your rewards program. But what the phone does, what iPhone do now, and I'm sure Google phones do this, is they do the like offload unused apps, and then they show you which apps you use by percentage, and then the lower percentage ones you can get rid of. PC Optimum. See, even with this, it's like I don't have that many apps, and yet I've been finding it hard to pick and choose the ones to do. WhatsApp. I've come to start using Discord. I've, st- I've come to start using Telegram. I used a lot and then I stopped. Maybe delete that. <clears throat> Spotify, Anchor. You know, anyway. Point is, how can we minimize? How can we go a little more simpler with the things that we use? And I'm not extending this recording because I'm trying to keep it to this very structured and restricted time schedule. So, <laughs> have a good Sunday, folks. Peace.